Hi everyone, it is Montia Imagini back with another episode of Story Tell Her. Thank you for joining me for another episode. I apologize that it's been so long before I made one, but thank you for coming back. The last time I shared an episode, it was called Rise and Build, and I was encouraging everyone from the book of Nehemiah to be persistent and consistent in what the Lord told you to build and to stay prayed up, stay having your sword in one hand, which is the word of God and your tool as you build. So hopefully everyone has been consistent and building what God has told them to build. And if not, that's okay to just regroup and start over again. Today, is Monday, April 3rd, 2023. And I have a testimony, a personal testimony. When Story Tell Her was first born, the Lord asked me to devote it to testimonies and people telling their stories. And we've had a, quite a few guests who told their stories. And I remember asking God, I want a new testimony. Like, I know my very first episode is my testimony about how God saved me and delivered me from addiction and suicidal thoughts and shame and guilt, which is wonderful, but I wanted a new testimony. So before I can share with you what that new testimony is, I have to give you a backstory. And it might be TMI, but that's okay. It's my testimony. It's what God is doing and it needs to be shared. A couple of years ago, I want to say about six, or year, six years ago, I had a medical issue with blood. And no one really knew what I was going through besides um, my husband and my mom, my brother and sister, and my pastor and first lady. But the issue wouldn't resolve on its own. And my husband and I, we would come together and we would pray for supernatural healing and that didn't occur. So of course I did what's best. And I went to the doctor um, and I had to have a procedure done in order for the medical issue to cease. And during that time, I didn't find out until maybe a couple of weeks or a month later that my husband was actually, I don't want to say he was upset with God, but he definitely felt some type of way that I, that I didn't receive the supernatural healing that we were praying for. But God does give us medical professionals to help us. So that wasn't a big deal to me. And fast forward years later, a couple of months ago, the issue of blood came back. And at the time, my husband said, are you going to go and see about it? Are you going to go and call the doctors? And I'm like, yeah, eventually I will. Our very own daughters have been having 
their own issues and doctor's appointments and dental appointments and just the busyness of life and being in sports and everything else. And so I said, I'm going to get them squared away. And then I'll, I'll see about me. And it's it's been months. And one night I laid down and the last thing that was on my mind was me. And I said, Lord, I need you to come see about me. And I don't want to go to the hospital. And I want you to heal me. And I went to sleep. The next morning, a prophetic woman said to me, and no one knows, even right now, no one knows, only Antonio knows this present day issue of blood. And this woman says to me, I see you looking at a hospital and waving. Like you're don't have you're not gonna have to go back there. And she said, I don't know what's going on in your life, if it's a healing circumstance or it's just a personal circumstance that needs to be healed. But let's pray. And she began to pray for me. And another prophetic woman says, I hear the word blood. And she said, Your blood levels will they will be normal. And I said, you're right. I have been having an abnormal cycle and bleeding on days when I should not be bleeding. And she says, we're going to pray and believe God for your healing. And I said, I absolutely believe that I am healed. And I am healed. I no longer have an issue of blood. That's the testimony that God is a healer. And she said to me to read the story of the woman with the issue of blood. But prior to me meeting these prophetic women, I've already been studying about the woman with the issue of blood. Isn't that just like God? For the month of March, I teach children's church and I wanted to do a study on the women of the Bible that we don't normally study. And I have this book titled Grit and Grace, the Heroic Women of the Bible. And I picked, it was a four week study, so I picked four women that we don't normally study, like Priscilla, who is I'm intrigued with Priscilla. If you don't know who she is, look her up. And I picked Tabitha, whose also name is Dorcas. And I picked Eve. Because you can't talk about the heroic women in the Bible without talking about Eve. And I picked the woman with the issue of blood even though I didn't necessarily want to because I, I feel like she's always talked about. But when I began to read her story, I learned that the Jewish laws 
or that if you were bleeding, you basically were looked at as unclean and you had to be, no, no one could touch you or they would be unclean as well. I'm going to read the scripture of where that story is and then get back to why it's important. The story of the woman of the issue of blood is in Luke, Luke 8, verses 43 through 48. And a woman having an issue of blood, 12 years, which has spent all of her living upon physicians, neither could be healed by any of them. She came behind him and she touched the border of his garment and immediately her issue of blood stanched. This is the King James Version. And Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude throng thee and press thee and sayest thou, who touched me? And Jesus said, somebody has touched me for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. And the woman saw that she was not hid. She came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said to her, daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. Go in peace. And as I was reading that story for Children's Church, other versions say how she pressed in. And it was just something that resonated to me about how she pressed into Jesus. She pressed through all of the crowds who were wanted to be seen by Jesus, who wanted to be healed by Jesus. And she said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment. And the Lord began to deal with me about this being a season of pressing in. And it reminded me of what God was asking of me. And that's for me to press in to intimate time with him because I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I serve in the church, I have my own business and all of those things can take my attention and pull me away from the intimate time with Jesus. I recall telling my accountability partner, Tiffany Mensa, like I literally, I miss Jesus. I miss my time with him. And I have to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and get on a corporate prayer line with my church. And then after that at six o'clock, it's time to get everybody ready for school and go to work. So I told the Lord, I'll wake up at four o'clock this week, four o'clock in the morning and press in to our time together. And I believe that me pressing in, me making that appointed time to spend time with God is part of the reason why my healing of the issue of blood 
took place within the within the within the same week and I was actually supposed to make a podcast weeks ago after I read that story about the woman with the issue of blood, but I couldn't find the time to just sit down and study and find the words that I actually want to say, because I know that a lot of things that God does for me and say to me, it's attached to other people. And, but of course I got busy and distracted. So I never did make the podcast, but it's clearly that it wasn't meant for me in that time to make the podcast until this healing took place. And now Mother Sneed, on Friday, she gave a word that is pressing time. And she talked about the woman with the issue of blood. And I'm just going to share some nuggets because they bless me. So I know that they will bless you. And what she said is that we're all responsible for our own pressing in. Like nobody can press in for us. And that only those who press in to God can do great things for God. So I want to encourage you in this season, it's the beginning of Holy Week. I don't know if you celebrate Holy Week. Even if you don't celebrate Holy Week, press in to God. And I don't like making podcasts or giving any type of advice without giving you something applicable to do. Because what does pressing in look like for you? It may not look like waking up at four o'clock in the morning to pray, but what does it look like for you? And I was saying to myself, I need to give them a whole strategy and a whole list of things because that's how my brain is. I need a whole list of things and tasks and check marks to check off. And the Lord's like, you just need one thing. I woke up at four o'clock in the morning to go pray. So what's your one thing that you can do to press into God in this season to get what it is that you need from him. It may not be a healing. I don't know what it is. It may just be a right relationship with him. And um, I know that not everybody is in the place where they can press in. That life may just be beating you down. And if that's you... I need you to not suffer in silence and tell your friends, tell your accountability partners, tell whoever it is that's closer to you so they can press in for you. I think about the man in the Bible who was bedridden and his friends literally carry him on the bed through the roof to get to where Jesus was so he can receive his healing. So if you need your friends, to pray for you, to intercede for you, to press in for you so that you can get your healing, that's okay too. Just don't suffer in silence. And I know that this episode is super transparent. Y'all know me, I have no problem with being transparent. But someone I know the other day said that we are quiet about the things that God tells us to talk about. We don't speak up about the gospel. We don't speak out about our story. We don't speak up about our testimony. We don't speak up about healings. We don't speak up about deliverance. And then he said, but we're loud about the things God told us to be silent about. We're loud about when we pray. We're loud about when we give. 
and we're loud about when we fast and that shall not be so. So I want to encourage you in this season to press in and if you don't mind, I also would like to pray because I'm a firm believer in that if there's something that God does for us, we're able to, with authority, pray or impart that into someone else. So I'm not ashamed about the issue of blood that I've dealt with. I'm going to shout it to 